0: So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Paul from the New Testament explains the most poignant version of love. It may seem irrelevant to note this in a podcast on anxiety, but I believe it's the most relevant because its need is more important than any other in our existence. When we know we are loved, When we lead with love or affirm it in others, we can tackle the most difficult life experiences, and that includes fear, anxiety, doubt, worry. I'm not suggesting loving anxiety, but refocusing our perspective towards love of life in general. Its focus is powerful when we tackle the most debilitating of illnesses. It takes a self loathing, thought process, and shifts it to a more positive and productive way of thinking. Anxiety is a mental illness, but there's mental struggles in life that come from exterior influences, the world, people, it's life. Yet I've learned a lot of symptoms stem from mind over matter. Shifting to a loving heart during its negative Fight or flight, powerful control. Yes, love can work wonders in your healing. And with that, gratitude can also work wonders as well. Love is not an emotion, a feeling, it's a choice. I am authentically in love with Jesus. That is my choice. God gave me free will and free thinking, which includes free choices to either live miserably or abundantly. I have chosen and will continue to choose to love the Lord every day and night. And with that, I can stand firm on the blessings beyond measure. In addition, learning about love is how you learn about the love that God has for us. He loved the world so much that he sent his only son to die for the sins of the world. Love is a gift from God. And as a result, I choose to share that love with the people that are in my world. And look, I get how complicated love can be sometimes. We are called to love thy neighbor. We aren't called to like them. <laughs> but if we lead with love in our marriages, in our, our parenting, and our jobs for humans, recognizing that they're broken and that they are capable You know, I do a lot of speaking on Clubhouse, which is a audio social media format. And I moderated a Clubhouse town hall with my friend Amy Watson. We both deal with anxiety. She has a tremendous story on PTSD. And there was a woman, we were discussing anxiety and PTSD and just kind of wanted to offer support for anyone who was willing to listen. And this one woman came on and she said, I have a problem. I don't know how to love. I don't feel love. I don't know how to give love. I don't know how to receive love. And keep in mind, she had come from a very, very broken family. She was abused time and time again through family and from men in her life. And it just made her numb to love. And it broke my heart hearing it. It didn't surprise me that that's a lot of humans on this earth, but it was heartbreaking because even in the midst of chaos and crazy and frustration and hurt, I know the importance of love. If God loves us, how can we not lead our worlds with love? So he laid it on my heart at that moment to share with her this thought. From 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, it talks about what love is. And I'm going to read that for you. And it was important that I reference that scripture here and for her, because the love that God shows us, gives us, promises us, and is consistent in, not necessarily the kind of love that we are capable of, because love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always preserves. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. That's. That's a lot of a compound way to understand love. But I can tell you right now, there's about four or five in there that I probably don't do well and that I'm inconsistent on. I'm proud sometimes. Of course, I've been known to dishonor others. Self-seeking, who doesn't want to feel loved? Not easily angered? Have you met my husband? And I love him. But... We are not capable of the perfect love of Jesus Christ. And the sooner we lower our expectations and realize that we just have to try to love and put forth love. And we are entitled to love, but to the capacity of God, no. And so any hurt that this girl went through and continues to go through, that love that she doesn't feel, I believe she's seeking it from the wrong place because God's love is pure. It is patient. It is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. There's no records of wrong in God's economy. It doesn't delight in evil. It rejoices with the truth, His truth, His word. God protects us. We can trust in Him. He always gives us hope for every rainy day, perseverance of what love can do to get us through the hard times, the anxiety, the fear, the mental struggles of life. God is love. Let's lean on that. Let's end in prayer. Father God, I love you. For all you have sacrificed, taught me, tested me, believed in me, and inevitably blessed me with, For that, I am forever grateful. I ask that you continue to remind me of your greatest gifts, faith in my belief in you and your wonders, hope for my healing and peaceful existence, and love everlasting through me and my world. I give you this from my human place of love to the ultimate love of Jesus Christ and in his name which is love. Amen. I wish you a happy Valentine's Day, and I'll see you here next time.